Welcome to another edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates, and we have got a full show for you today. Going to bounce all over the world in high school sports. First of all, we're going to head to Beaverdam High School, where Brock Lindy was named the interim head coach for the 2020 season, taking over for Steve Kinsey, who resigned at the end of the 2019 campaign. We'll also talk with Jim Doolittle, the head girls basketball coach at Fall River High School. The Pirates won their seventh Trailways Conference Championship in the last eight seasons seasons on Thursday night with a win over Cambria Friesland. Then I'm going to talk with RJ Dilcher, one of the co-head coaches of Watertown Wrestling, and a chance to talk to him on Friday as Watertown is hosting the Badger Conference Championship meet here today. So it should be a full show. We always need to thank our great sponsor, Bruce Coffin from Flyway Carpet Cleaning for being a part of the show. If you need your carpets cleaned, Bruce can do it, whether it be your house, your office, your apartment complex, he can do it. Check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. We do have shows every Tuesday and Saturday, all high school sports season long. And the best way not to miss a show is to subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. That includes Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean. Just search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Also ask you to like South Central Wisconsin Prep Report on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That said, a lot to do today, so we're going to head to Beaverdam High School and talk with Coach Brock Lindy. That's coming up next on the pod. Thanks for listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. It's our goal on the program to promote the youth of our area and the great things they do in a positive manner. One company that shares the same vision is Bruce and the staff at Flyway Carpet Cleaning. They proudly service customers all across South Central Wisconsin, including the Beaver Dam, Burnett, Columbus, Fox Lake, Randolph, Wapan, Fond du Lac, Horicon, Juno, Mayville, Houstisford, Fall River, Clyman, Lowell, and Reeseville areas. I can tell you this, when I moved to Beaver Dam and I asked around as to who I should contact to clean my carpets, the consensus was Flyway Carpet Cleaning, and Bruce didn't disappoint. Flyway Carpet Cleaning provides residential and commercial cleaning services. Whether you need a small stain removed or your entire home or office cleaned, they have the experience and the tools to complete the job on time and on budget, all with the personal attention that you deserve. They service homes and apartments of all sizes. Whether you need a spill cleaned or hosting an event or want your floors to sparkle, you may have pet odors and stains or just want your floors to be fresh and clean, they have you covered. When it's time to get the carpets cleaned in your office or home, I strongly recommend Flyway Carpet Cleaning. Give Bruce a call at 920-885-6188. That's 920-885-6188. Or check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. Flyway Carpet Cleaning, they don't cut corners, they clean them. And if you see Bruce around town from Flyway Carpet Cleaning, thank him for being a part of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Let's head to Beaver Dam High School right now and bring in Brock Lindy, who has been named the interim head coach for the 2020 season for the Beaver Dam High School football team. Coach Lindy, congratulations on uh, getting the head job. Thanks, Wade. Appreciate it. Coach, just your thoughts your thoughts overall on being named head coach? Uh, obviously very grateful, uh, humbled, uh, immensely humbled by the opportunity to control the inner workings of the program. I've uh, been involved in the program for a number of years and think we have a really good pulse on, on where we're successful and the things that we need to do to improve 
improve. Um, I know we've got committed kids. I know we have a committed staff. We have a committed community and, and definitely a committed school uh, where everybody is, I think, on the same page as far as what we need to do to push it forward in the right direction. Um, but yeah, definitely this is this has been the dream for a long time, and I'm very humbled to have the opportunity. Coach, uh, how, how special is it to be named a head coach of a school that uh, that you graduated from? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think that that was the long-term plan. Realistically, I did write a paper in high school about how I wanted to be the head football coach in Beaver Dam, and I uh, never knew that that could become the reality. And so, so here we sit, uh, relocated the family back a few years ago, and couldn't be prouder of the direction that I think our school and our community is going in. Um, just, just really excited, enthusiastic to get things going. Coach, can you kind of talk about your role on the Beaver Dam staff that you've had over the last uh, few seasons? Yeah, I've been the offensive coordinator for the last uh, four and a half years. Uh, there was a mid-season change uh, in the 2014 season. Um, so basically in, involved in the implementation of our offensive schemes and systems, uh, a lot of the day, uh, day-to-day operations as far as offensive personnel is concerned. Um, involved in defensive conversations and special teams, but primarily on the on the offensive side of the ball. Coach, can you talk about uh, your expectations for the program and, and what, what you expect from your kids here in the offseason and as we head into 2020? Yeah, we're going to need to increase our commitment in a lot of ways. Uh, strength and conditioning is a, is a large priority for us. So just the overall development of the character of our, of our student-athletes, I think, is going to be uh, at the core of what we need to do to make some solid gains that I think will eventually uh, result in some uh, scoreboard changes. We want to be competitive, though. Make no mistake about it. Uh, one of our goals is to win games and be competitive, and and to be humbled and to be uh, quality student athletes on and off the field, to be involved with the community. And so, I think we're not looking at uh, at the wins and losses right now. But I think as we develop what the culture needs to be, the wins and losses will, will start piling up over time. Coach, you mentioned strength and conditioning, and how big of a role is that in building a program and uh, you know building culture. Yeah, the one thing that we've kind of been missing out on over the years has been uh, just that the camaraderie that the weight room gives you in the off season. We have a lot of shared athletes in our building, a lot of two and three sport kids uh, who get torn into a lot of different directions uh, in the summer based on their commitments and their coaches' expectations. Kind of the nice part about football is the only thing we really need in the off season is strength and conditioning commitment. Uh, obviously, we encourage camps and and we try to. Uh, we use our contact days and we go uh, and try to advocate for as many opportunities outside of school for our kids. But, you know, the reality is we're not going to do very well on the field if we're not fundamental and we're not going to be fundamental unless we're physically uh, fit and able enough to do uh, some of the movements that we need to do. So uh, I've always loved the weight room, always supported the kids in there and and try to do my best to implement programming. Uh, But now we need the commitment to be there. And, uh, and if we can get that together, I think uh, brighter, brighter days are ahead of us. Coach, I've been around the Beaver Dam program the last few years, and one of the things I've noticed about your offense is you're pretty innovative. You know, you've been able to, uh, to you know, move things around and, and, and be creative with, with play calling and such, depending on the personnel you had, whether you had you know, you know, somebody be out with an injury or something or just uh, you know, trying to scheme against a certain defense. Just can you talk about uh, uh, your offensive philosophies and just uh, and how you study and, and figure things out on that side of the football? Yeah, we've got a good staff, uh, guys who sit down and spend a lot of time together to try to put our kids in the best positions. Uh, I think our innovation uh, stems from some necessity and, uh, and just being realistic. Uh, I think a, a lot of coaches would feel really content running a pretty simplistic offense, um, just trusting the big hogs up front to get the job done. We haven't really been blessed. So, uh, you know, 
in a balanced attack from year to year based on the personnel that we've had. And so just trying to find ways to get our guys in the best position. Sometimes that means moving a kid from one position to another. Sometimes that means uh, being more, more pass run, uh, pass run dominant versus run pass dominant. Uh, I think we've been pretty proud of what we've accomplished offensively, given some of the challenges that the defenses in our league have presented to us. Um, we've got, we've got a really tough, tough conference with defenses that don't give up many points and to be averaging about 20 a game, um, shows that we're putting our kids in some pretty good positions. Uh, but yeah, really we're, we're looking at personnel and we're looking at matchups and we're looking at tries, uh, ways to try to get the best guy, the ball who can make the, the best things happen for our program. Coach, it's February 7th, but can I ask you about, uh, you know, your junior class last year and a group of seniors you're bringing back for, for 2020? Yeah, um, a lot of really nice talent in the class. Um, it's a smaller class. Uh, our current sophomore class is, is a really tremendously sized class with over 30 kids. Um, I think on our roster last year, we had about 15 juniors. So hoping to bring back uh, 15 seniors for next year, maybe more if we can go out and talk to some kids and get some kids committed to the program. Uh, I like uh, a lot of the, the nucleus that we have coming back with that group. And I, I think they're in a great position to come into kind of a new, a new culture, a new system of things uh, and be the ambassadors for the culture change that we need. And I think we got the right guys in that group that are going to buy in uh, and, and be motivated, uh, motivated by our team's common goals. And they can be the ones to, to advocate for what those goals need to be. Coach, what are, what are your views of the, the youth program that we have here in Beaverdam? Because obviously it starts there learning the fundamentals of football. Yeah, I've tried to be extraordinarily active in the youth programming since I came back to Beaver Dam. Uh, and part of that reason is because that's where that's where any program needs to start is at the youngest levels. Uh, we've done some good work, I think, in making the game safer. I think we have a lot of tremendous staff members down there that are getting professional development, uh, heads up football, USA football academies, I think. Uh, I think our community should feel safe and proud knowing that we're doing the right things for uh, for our youngsters and their development um, in a sport that's gotten some negative publicity due uh, due to the injury components. Uh, our third and fourth grade has converted to a flag program, which I think, again, continues to support their fundamental development, uh, as well as the safety of the game. And then fifth and sixth, they have been doing an interleague or an inner city uh, eight man league for the last few years. Uh, feel good about where that's at. And then uh, our middle school journey begins in seventh and eighth with travel 11 man football. And so um, obviously we'll explore what options are available and, and what other communities are doing. And, and I think that's all a work in progress, but uh, I know we've got a dedicated staff at all those levels. Uh, a lot of people help out. I mean, football takes a village obviously. And, um, and that's, that's one of the reasons why Beaver Dam's the place to be is because we, we are a community and we need to lean on each other. Well, Coach, you're going to get tested in the season opener on August 21st when you have the Division Three runner-up, Menasha. Are you going to be excited for that test? Yeah, I'm, I'm ex very excited. Uh, thrilled to see what our off-season preparation can do against a program that's that's been proven and, and tough and tested over the years. Um, one of the better defensive teams across the state the last few years. Um, you know, it's no, going to be no different than playing some of the other top comp uh, competition in the Badger North uh, in DeForest and Wanakee. So um, we relish those opportunities. Uh, I, I know that uh, we might go into it with the underdog mentality, um, but I'd like to get us to a position where we can feel confident in what we're doing and go out and compete against anybody. Um, our motto is ring the bell, and that's a, that's a boxing motto that comes from not not backing down from your opponent when that bell rings. And so we're going to work like heck over the offseason to get ourselves ready for that match and 
and uh, and see what we're made of against. Like I said, one of the best teams in the state. It'll and, be fun. You know, and Coach, and Coach Lindy, you know, Manasha is also one of those programs too. You know, Coach Korth over there is kind of kind of was a situation where you're at here. You know, you take over the program and you you hope to build it into something. He was able to to turn that thing around and, and get down to state and win a state championship. Yeah, I think I kind of look at them as, as similar to where we're at. I think they went through a big school referendum. They upgraded their facilities. Uh, they got they got some new voices into that program, and and their kids. Uh, from the outside looking in, their kids look like they believe in what they're doing. Uh, looks like they're using a defensive first mentality, and uh, and their weight room commitment. If you look at the size of their kids and and the success that their football kids have in other sports, and that their other sport programs are having, uh, it stems from their strength and conditioning commitment. Uh, and so you know we can we can piggyback off of the successes of our other programs. We've had a nice basketball run here the last couple of weeks. Those kids are gaining confidence, and we share a lot of those kids. Uh, our baseball team has been competitive. Our track program is going to have some new blood this year. Uh, hopefully, we can get kids out for it. Our powerlifting team has made tremendous gains, and so I think uh, we can use strength and conditioning as a way to propel wins in all of our programs. Uh, and and Menasha is a good example of of. Uh, of taking advantage of the facilities that you're given and, and then the culture that you need to create success from. Well, Brock Lindy, I appreciate the time. Congratulations and look forward to us seeing you on the sidelines for the Beaver Dam Golden Beavers here in 2020. Sounds great. Thanks, Wade. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. <laughs> Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in Wisconsin, in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Let's head to Fall River right now and bring in head girls basketball coach Jim Doolittle, who's a Pirates, have won yet another Trailways Conference Championship, clinching the Trailways West on Thursday night with a win over Cambria Friesland. Uh, uh, coach Doolittle, just uh, thoughts on uh, bringing another trophy into the trophy case at Fall River? The kids have worked really hard, and that's always our, our goal. Starting from the end of a season, going into a summer, and into a basketball season, we always set that that is our goal and number one goal every year. Um, you know, and then anything after that is, uh, you know, we, we set our goals, but that's, that's always number one on our minds. So um, the kids have worked really hard. Um, I've got a really strong senior group. Um, senior leadership has just been outstanding this year. So I'm, I'm really pleased and happy for the kids. Coach, you dropped the opener, and then you ripped off 18 straight games. What, what have you liked about your squad so far this year? We've always hung our, our hat on our defensive end, and, and uh, the defense has really picked up. That, that, that first game against uh, Watertown Luther Prep, that, that, was, uh, that, that was a good eye-opener for us, you know, that, that we, you, know, we, you can't come out and uh, have rust on, on the bucket there. You've got to come out all the time, every time, and, and perform because you're only as good as your last game. So, um, yeah, the, the kids have, like I said, uh, I've got five seniors, um, four that start, you know, and then the, 
the fifth one comes off the bench, probably an outstanding, probably sixth person of the league. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're senior led and it, uh, they're on a mission, you know, and they're, they're accomplishing their mission. They got our first goal. Coach, uh, you mentioned you look at the numbers, you know, you guys have been playing good basketball this year, but where does your team need to grow as you, what, you have fought three regular season games left and then you head into the postseason? Where do you think uh, are some of the areas your team needs to get better if you want to make a push back to the, to the rush center? Free throw shooting, always free throw shooting. Stop reaching on the defensive end um, because, you know, our defensive pressure is really good and sometimes they get a little careless or overzealous and, and get in, you know, and then we put the other teams into uh, bonus. Um, so and, and rebounding. So I mean, just just the fundamentals. You know, the free throws, the rebounding, and uh, just simple, good, solid defense. I think we can we can sure those things up. Coach, you know, when when you when people you know look at Fall River, they look in the box score, they see Sam, Lexi, Maddie showing up all the time. But obviously, to do what you do, it's not just those three girls. Can you talk about your roster as a whole and maybe some of the kids that don't show up in the box scores that are a big part of of Fall River basketball? Well, like, like I said, uh, um, we, we've got our, our fifth senior, Aurora Schultz. Um, she's, a, she's like a little spark plug. I mean, she just comes off the bench and uh, provides us with an office, offensive and defensive punch. I mean, she's just a ball of energy. Um, we've got uh, Rebecca Tramberg that comes off the bench. And then Arena Schultz, uh, Aurora's sister, She's a sophomore. She comes off the bench for us. So, I mean, we, we've uh, Tramberg and, and Arena Schultz come off the bench, and they provide, a, again, an offensive punch. Um, Rebecca Tramberg's probably one of our better three-point shooters, along with Lexi. Um, and so is Arena. Arena's like instant offense. If, if anybody knows basketball, knows, you know, that Vinnie Johnson, the microwave, that's, that's Arena. She just comes in, and she can light it up. Coach, do you think about the postseason at this point yet, or do you still just worry about the, the three uh, regular season games you have left before you start looking at the, the sectional, which has changed up a little bit from the, the previous years? From previous experience, you never look down the road. You, you take care of what's in front of you first. And uh, so we're, we're next one up. I mean, the, the, the next game that we have is Rio at home. Uh, so we're going to take care of that um, if we can. And uh, we'll go from there. You know, um, whatever presents itself, you know, in front of us, we, we, we like to tackle that. But with, it's, it's one thing at a time. If you keep things simple, you know, just, just keep it simple and in front of you, it, it's a lot more manageable than trying to, you know, oh, we got to do this way down here and this and that. You're not guaranteed to get that far. No, oh, that's exactly it. Me being as a media guy can ask the question, you know, because a lot of people look and saying, "Hey, they see Fall River and Blackhawk, two of the you know traditionally better teams in the in the, in the state of Wisconsin over the last decade uh, in the same sectional this year." So you're not looking that far down the road yet, uh, but guys like me can. I, I always tell the kids exactly what I told you, but there's there was only one date that I circled on my calendar, and that that was the semi-sectional. I I, I just had a funny feeling that that this was going to happen and um but like i said we're going to take care of what's in front of us first you know because there's no guarantees like uh samantha leisman uh rolled her ankle last night you, like i said you're never guaranteed so you know we'll, we'll see if she can come off of this and, and be ready for tuesday and if not then so be it but you know then the next person will step up 
Well, Coach, one thing we can guarantee is there's going to be another trophy in the trophy case at Fall River as you wrapped up the Trailways West Conference Championship. But congratulations, and uh, and hopefully we can talk to you as you make a deep run into the postseason. I appreciate that. You know, like I said, it's a testament to these the senior group and and the kids coming in. Um, they've worked so hard, and I'm really happy and pleased at all of the progress that both the JV and the varsity has made. Coach, thank you. Go Pirates. We'll get back to more of the coaches on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report in just a second. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the show. I have a question for you. Is it time to get the carpets cleaned in your home, office, or apartment? If so, I strongly encourage you to contact Bruce at Flyway Carpet Cleaning. Bruce from Flyway Carpet Cleaning is the only person ever to clean the carpets in my current home. He did a fantastic job at an affordable price, and I'm a strong believer in supporting those who give back to the communities that they serve as well. And Bruce and the staff at Flyway Carpet Cleaning are always supporters of our area youth as they compete in high school athletics, in school, or in extracurricular activities. I always see Bruce and Flyway carpet cleaning involved. Flyway Carpet Cleaning provides residential and commercial cleaning services all across South Central Wisconsin. Whether you need a small stain removed or your entire home or office cleaned, they have the experience and tools to complete the job on time and on budget, all with the personal attention that you deserve. Now, did you find water in your finished basement and need it out as soon as possible before any more damage is done? Flyway Carpet Cleaning is the place to call. They also offer emergency services in case life happens and you need your carpet cleaned as soon as possible. When it's time to get the carpets cleaned in your home, apartment, or office, you need to call Flyway Carpet Cleaning. Give Bruce a call at 920-885-6188. That's 920-885-6188. Or check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. Flyway Carpet Cleaning, they don't cut corners, they clean them. Right now, let's head to Watertown High School and bring in uh, wrestling coach R.J. Dilcher, whose squad is hosting the Badger Conference Championship meet on Saturday. Uh, coach, how's everything in Watertown these days? Oh, it's going good, going good. We're uh, lucky enough to have a gym that's big enough to be able to host this awesome tournament. So we're uh, excited to get set up going here tonight and uh, be ready to uh, be ready to wrestle tomorrow. So. Well, well, Coach, uh, before we talk about uh, the events going on tomorrow, just uh, your, your assessment of the season for the Goslings this year. Um, yeah, so obviously some ups and downs, and, you know, with every wrestling season, you got, you got highs and you got lows. Um, so I, I would say some of, the, uh, some of the great things that I've seen this year is kind of a carryover of practice trend in our room. Um, it's always been very intense the past couple of years, and, I think the guys have, have done a great job uh, keeping that tradition great and, uh, and wrestling and competing hard on a nightly basis. You know, don't always get the results out of, out of different guys, and we're, we're a little inexperienced at some weights. And some weights, we're, we're throwing brand-new guys in there to get varsity experience. And, um, you know, I think, you know, you, you, you have guys that are on the team that have uh, definitely wrestled for multiple years, and you, got, you can definitely tell that. And then you got some brand-new guys. So, it's just a learning curve, and for some of them, and you know, we've done a done a pretty good job, though. So, can I just talk about some of the young men that have seen the mat this year and what you've liked about them? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, a big big uh, upswing this year was at at a freshman at one thirteen, um, Oscar Wilkowski, and uh, go, we'll be going into what I'm going to guess is probably the two or three seed in the tournament. Um, you know, has had. A couple, a couple losses this year when he was up at 120 uh, throughout the year, but now he's down at 113. And tell you what, he looks a lot tougher and a lot stronger down at that weight. And I think it's kind of just a mental edge that he's got that uh, he can go compete with anybody, uh, 
anybody out there. And then, you know, going on going on through the lineup, his older brother's up at uh, 126, and uh, you know, state runner-up last year. Um, taking a couple losses this year to some great opponents. Um, you know, earlier in the year, lost to uh, Hayden Holter at from Waterford at a close match in the uh, finals of um, the West Dallas tournament, and then. Earlier this year, we lost to uh, Nicola Rivera at uh, 126 in the dual meet. A really exciting match, 10 to 8. Um, and I know that that's, that's been on Ed's mind to go try to redeem that loss. So he'll be uh, he'll be getting going and trying to go uh, win a uh, Badger Conference championship for the first time in his career. And then there's there's other great guys that have uh, competed well for us throughout the year. 132 Walker Wickman, I know. Taking a couple losses in the conference turn or conference meets, and he'll be looking to avenge some of those close one point matches. Um, Casey Logan at 145 will be looking to get after it. Colton Bloom at 152. You know we got Brian Cronquist at 160, who you know the kid's not very experienced in wrestling, but has kind of the heart and the fight that that every coach wants and can get out there and compete. I think with anybody in the third period. So looking for big things out of him and you know we'll see we'll see what kind of big guys we got that show up um sometimes we've seen great things other times you know they they could look better but you know it's all about how you feel on that saturday and you know the confidence going in so we're excited coach if somebody's never been to like a conference meet uh when do they get going and how how long throughout the day does the meet last um yeah so you know the the first couple rounds they they go pretty quick just because you get some of those uh, those top-ranked kids against, you know, your newer guys. But I, we're going to be running six mats uh, for most of the tournament, and then until the final round, um, we'll be airing, or going down to about four matches. And, uh, and and those are those are really cool. I mean, the finals of the Badger Conference Tournament, in my opinion, this is the toughest conference tournament in the state. Um, and, you know, we should be rolling around the finals probably about, three o'clock somewhere in that range and they'll usually last till about five o'clock so somewhere in that range we'll finish up but like i said the the finals i think you probably get some of the best matches in the state and you know matches that are potential state finals matches that you get in the room so it'll be an awesome tournament to host well coach it should be fun to to, to see the badger tournament and then obviously you head through to uh, the regionals coming up in the in the very near future yeah, and they and they kind of they they moved the regional a little bit on us, and now we're going uh, toward towards Slinger, um, and then going up towards uh, Oshkosh West for the sectional. So yeah, looking to compete with different teams. You know, we've had Stoughton uh, in the in the regional the past couple of years, and it, you know it seemed like they always had guys moving through with us. Um, so it'll be a different change of pace to go wrestle some of those little ten teams that we used to have in our conference, like Slinger, the West End you know, the, uh, the Hartford team. So it'll be, uh, I, you know, those are teams that have good competition as well. So looking to, looking to get after it with those guys and, and, and bring a crew and try to try to qualify as many guys as you can to the next tournament. So yeah, excited. Well, coach RJ Dilcher, thank you so much for giving us some time. I know you're busy as you're getting ready to host the Badger conference uh, meet uh, coming up on Saturday. Thanks so much for the time. You got it, Wade. Have a good one. Meet Josh. Hi everybody. Josh is a high school basketball player, solid shooter, great teammate. Hey, don't forget my tenacious D. And he's my son. Uh Uh-huh. So, what does Josh do to be the best basketball player he can be? I play tennis. Studies show that student-athletes here in Wisconsin who play more than one high school sport are more likely to excel. Tennis does more than improve Josh's conditioning. 
It gives him a fresh competitive outlet, reduces the risk of injury by cross-training, and introduces him to different coaching techniques and new friends. Don't get me wrong, hoops are my first love. Tennis just gives me a little break. So when the new season begins, Josh isn't burned out on basketball. He's eager to play, and you can see the difference in his game. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. That's going to do it for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. We need to thank Beaver Dam football coach Brock Lindy for joining us here today. Also, Fall River Girls basketball coach Jim Doolittle and R.J. Dilcher, the co-head wrestling coach at Watertown High School, for paying us a visit previewing the Badger Conference Tournament going on today. Bruce Kaufman, always two thumbs up from Flyway Carpet Cleaning. Make sure you check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. Make sure you subscribe to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report at all your favorite podcasts sites like us on facebook follow us on twitter at scw prep report until wednesday i am wade bates thanks for listening to the south central wisconsin prep report